Welcome to the Level Up English podcast, the best place to come to practice the English language, learn about the British accent and culture. With me, your host, Michael Lavers. Hello and welcome back to the Level Up English podcast. Please excuse the temporary background I've got here if you're watching the video version. But I've got an exciting episode today because I'm talking with Julie, who is a teacher from Canada, now living in Dubai. We had a really good conversation today all about her home country of Canada. And I know you're going to enjoy it because I enjoyed it a lot too. And I learned a lot about Canada as well. And in this episode, we talk about many different things, including weather, accents and dialects. We talk about Canadian English accent versus American accent, what the differences might be. We talk a bit about the connection between Canada and France, and also whether you need to know any French when going to Canada. We also talk about the Arabic language a little bit because Julie is now in Dubai. We cover the Canadian mindset and how Canadian people think and some mannerisms that they might have. We talk about food in Canada, where you should travel in Canada. And finally, on the bonus podcast, on the private episode, we talk about slang. So some Canadian and British slang. And there's actually a few things they have in common as well. So we've got a lot packed into this somewhat short episode, but I know you're going to enjoy it. And I did just mention the private episode. Remember, if you do want to access the private episodes, you can become a member at levelupenglish.school. Click on the members button at the top. And for £10 a month, just £10, you can access the private episodes as well as podcast transcripts and many more courses there, including weekly group classes with me. But okay, well, I hope you enjoy the episode. I'm going to get right into it now. So here we go. Let's get into it. Hello, English learners. Welcome back to the Level Up English podcast. I'm so glad you're here. And I'm also very glad to be joined by a guest teacher today, Julie. So thank you for joining me. Thank you very much for having me. I'm very excited to be here. And it's actually the first time you and I are talking. So it's very nice to finally see you face to face and talk. Yeah, or screen to screen, uh, whatever you like. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. It's nice to talk with yeah. you for sure. <laughs> what time is it where you are now? Uh, I'm in Dubai. It's 12.15 now, so around lunchtime. And I think you're three hours behind, right? Yes, it's nine o'clock here, which kind of explains my still like sleepy eyes, but <laughs> hopefully that's not too obvious. <laughs> no, no, it's not. How long have you been in Dubai then? Uh, I've been in Dubai for about seven years now, um, but I've lived abroad for 12 since 2010. Um, so quite a while, but yeah, in Dubai for about seven. That's amazing. And you just said before we recorded that you're from Toronto, Canada? Yes, I'm from Toronto. I was born and raised there, uh, but I moved abroad, as I said, in 2010 uh, to teach. And I've been kind of moving around from place to place since then. And yeah, I have lived away from Canada since then, but I spent a majority of my life there. Wow, that's amazing. So I've never been to either of those places, but from what I okay. hear, Canada can get quite cold. Dubai can get quite hot. 
Like, did you find yes. that transition difficult from cold to hot, or was it a welcome one? <laughs> They're polar opposites in terms of weather. Um, Canada is super cold, and Dubai gets extremely hot. Now it's summer, um, so it reaches around 50 degrees maximum. Uh, but honestly, I prefer very hot as opposed to very cold because at least it's sunny and the weather affects my mood, I think, quite a lot, which I didn't realize before. So I definitely prefer hot. Everything is air-conditioned, so it's a little bit dry. But in Canada, honestly, it's a lot more gray than I ever realize now when I go back I don't know how it is for you in the UK if it's a similar situation yeah it, yeah it's always great here and I've noticed that too because I think that's why like British people love to talk about the weather because when it yeah when it is one of those rare sunny days everyone goes crazy even if it's only like you know 18 degrees Celsius people go to the beach they get you know their clothes off they go swimming yeah other countries might think that's weird but I think it's just because you know, living in a cloudy climate, you're so sensitive yeah. to any sunlight, you know? So I, I, exactly. I relate to that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's so hot. Do you have like a heat wave now or is it just your life? Because at the moment in the uh, UK, it's super hot. I, I've seen actually a lot of people posting online about like how hot it is in the UK and I've seen videos and stuff. We don't have a heat wave. Like I think it's actually cooler than it normally is this mm -hmm. summer. I've been able to like, still go outside in the evenings and not be dying of heat exhaustion so it's it's been it's been decent compared to how it usually is like it's hot but it's okay like if as long as you adjust and you get used to it it's not that bad it's not that bad yeah I guess it's what you're used to as well like we're not yeah. used to that temperature here and of course we don't really have air conditioning so I'm just melting here yeah. <laughs> but what is what is the like maximum temperature there now during the heat wave uh it depends in london it's always like five degrees hotter than anywhere else yeah so i'm in london now and i think it got to like 34 last week or something like that yeah um i know last night even at like in the middle of the night two o'clock in the morning it was 24 which doesn't sound okay. too bad but i think it's quite horrible when there's no air conditioning yeah actually you know i spent some time in the uk and even though canada is very cold it was like a different cold it was like a wet cold <laughs> i was cold like in my bones but canada's a, a drier cold so i find it actually like the temperature is lower but it was more manageable for me like in the uk i felt like i couldn't get warm like oh, i could not warm up ever yeah Okay, that makes me feel better about my complaining now. <laughs> yeah, no. So I understand what you're. I understand what you're saying. It's different. Mm, okay. Well, I wanted to talk to you today all about Canada, your home country. Even though maybe you, you haven't lived there for a while, by the sounds of it. But I thought it could be good to talk about it and yeah. a little bit about language, culture, travel, that kind of stuff. I want to introduce it yeah. for people who might not know. So. Maybe we could start with the start of language and dialect. You know, we, we recently did like an Instagram reel, right, about yeah. American and British and a bit of Canadian English as well. So how would you say Canadian English differs from well American and British? 
Uh, I think that in terms of pronunciation, obviously, um, Canadian and American are much closer. Um, I think that the Canadian accent and pronunciation is generally clearer and easier for people to understand from what I've been told. Uh, people always say, oh, your pronunciation is so good, and they think I'm American. But I think America has a lot of different accents as well, and so does the UK, more so than Canada. So pronunciation and accent are a lot more simple in Canada, I guess. Um, but we are Commonwealth, and we have like the Queen on everything. So there's an influence of British English in terms of spelling, um and i think it just that basically that's it like a slang and all of that is influenced heavily by america i would say so british slang and canadian slang are quite different um vocabulary there's some differences as well it's nothing major like once you learn the differences it's it's nothing like crazy to understand i think the the biggest difference would be the accent, pronunciation, and slang. I would say like regional language and dialect. Mm. I think I'd like to come back to slang later. That could be interesting. Yeah. But yeah, maybe I should say for the listeners, uh, even myself as like a you know native English speaker, I've only really been able to differentiate Canadian and American accent in the last few years. I think for most of my life, they've been the same. And now I guess I'm starting yeah. to hear some differences, but do you have any idea like what could be a easy way or the biggest way to tell them apart? To tell the difference? Honestly, it's a really good point that you made. Most people, even English speakers, cannot tell the difference unless they've spent time in both places or know a lot of people from both places. So the accents that everyone listening probably hears on TV and in movies, they're American, but they're very neutral, very neutral accents. So there are like Southern American accents, which are completely different. So when you get used to that, that's kind of how my accent or pronunciation is. It's similar to somebody from uh, a part of America that has a neutral accent, but sorry, your question was how to tell them apart. Honestly, not without, you can tell them apart once you get used to it. So it was the same for me when I went to the UK or before I ever went to the UK, I only had the impression of an accent from London, like, like your accent. And I just thought everybody sounded like that. And then of course, when I got there, I understood like, no, it's completely different in the North. Like there are so many different accents around the UK. So I only understood when I spent time there, the more people I met from different places. So I would say there's not really a trick unless you just spend time getting to know the difference. Mm, yeah, that, that is a good point. I, I think you have to have immersion. Yeah. You have to be exposed to the accent. But there's one sound that I had in mind that I don't know. Let me know if it's <laughs> maybe a bit offensive, but I think this is more of a, like, a stereotype that the US has on Canadian English. And it's particularly like it comes out when Canadians say the word about. Do you know what I'm talking about? I've heard this, but I don't think I have that. Um, so I say about like that. So I don't think it's crazy, okay. but it's honestly, it is a stereotype and it isn't. There are um, like some areas in Canada where the accent is a little bit stronger and you can kind of hear that. But honestly, it's not as strong as 
people make it out to be. Like it's it's an exaggeration. It's not offensive. I think it doesn't matter much. Um, but yeah, it's it's a little bit of a stereotype. It's not it's not really true. Yeah, I have heard something like that before. Like so. So what we're talking about is, I guess it's the vowel rather than saying. Yeah. Oh, I would say maybe about. It might be more like a ooh, like a boot, something like that. Yeah. But I don't, you know, I, I feel like I can hear the Canadian accent more now that I don't live there anymore. But I still don't hear it as strong as people say it is. So mm-hmm. I don't, I don't think it's, yeah, I, I don't think it would be that noticeable. Yeah, people like to exaggerate. Same with British, <laughs> yeah. say like, bottle of water. But not many people yeah. say it that way, really. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How about French language? Because I know a little bit, but how, how is the French language connected to Canada? And how widely is French spoken there? Uh, so French is spoken mainly in Quebec. It is our second official language. So all Canadians, at least from my generation, had to study French in school. So we studied French as a second language. Um, and of course, it's on all of our legal documents. Everything legal is in English and French and so on. But a majority of Canada is English speaking. I would say a vast majority. Um, it's mainly in Quebec. And then there are a few other places that are French speaking fully, although the people do, do speak English as well. Um, yeah, I wish that I had taken French seriously as a student. Honestly, it was like an obligation and I could have been a much better French speaker than I am. So now my French and many people from Toronto, their French is very, very basic or possibly non-existent. Um, but we, we do have French immersion in school. I don't know if you've heard of this. Where So basically your subjects are in French. So my nieces now, they study their core subjects in French as well. So they will be closer to bilingual than, than I was. But a majority of people are English speaking, although French is the official second language. Okay. Do you think it's actually useful to know any French there? Because we have like Wales in the UK and like yeah. people there speak Welsh. Welsh is quite popular as well as English, but I don't know how useful it is. I think people like to speak it with each other, yeah. like especially older generations. But as far as I know, you don't really need it. You can do without it just fine. I wonder if yes. it's similar. It, okay. No, in that sense, I think it's a little bit different. So um, if you live in Quebec or in an English, in a French speaking part of Canada, then it's necessary, of course. However, if you spoke French and English, like for people listening who might want to move to Canada or visit Canada to visit Canada, I think you need English. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But if you if you happen to move to a French speaking part, then you need French to get a job. Um if you can speak French and English, you can get a job where you use both languages and then you'll probably get a higher salary. So it's it's absolutely not necessary. Like it's the way that I live in Dubai, but I don't need to speak Arabic here. I need to speak English. So it's the same. Like Canada's, of course, English speaking, but it's just sort of an added benefit if you can. Uh, but I've never had an issue in my life because I didn't speak French. So okay. Oh, that's good yeah. to know. Do, do you know any Arabic, by the way? Have you picked any up? Is Just some words. Okay. <laughs> Honestly, I'm ashamed to say uh, I just know like a few <laughs> words and phrases, the things that I hear. It's also because 
honestly, the so the local population here is very small, and a majority of the people here are expats. So the language for work and business and communication is English. Mm-hmm. So no, yeah, maybe there's not not much need for it, but okay. yeah, no, I just it would be nice. Yeah, I feel <laughs> bad. <laughs> Well, one of my favorite topics I thought we could move on to is uh, culture and, and mindset, because I mm-hmm. think it's much more abstract, maybe, but I think it's quite interesting yeah. to think about. So this might be a hard question, but how would you describe the Canadian mindset of the people? How could it differ to other yeah. countries? Uh, it's not a hard question, actually. I think that Canadians, okay, of course I'm generalizing, but Canadians in general are very tolerant, very tolerant and uh, quite respectful people. Not everybody, of course, not everybody is nice, but um, Canadians, yes, are very tolerant and I would say quite polite. Um, I think that there's also some negative aspects. Of course, I'm starting off with the, the positive. But yeah, I would say in a nutshell that Canadians are tolerant and generally generally quite polite. Uh, on the negative side, I think that we can be too polite. We can be too nice. And sometimes there needs to be a line drawn. And I feel like as a country, we sort of struggle with that sometimes. Um, yes. I don't know. That's, That's interesting. Yeah. And Do you have an impression of, of Canadians or Canadian people or culture? Like, what is your impression? Yeah, I mean, a little one. Again, I've never been to Canada. I don't have any Canadian friends, really, you know, in, in, okay. in the real world. So it's very limited. But I guess a lot of it comes from stereotypes. And maybe some people I see in movies and stuff. But, the, the, you know, the one big stereotype is that Canadians say sorry all the time. Yeah, and they that's accurate. Always help people, which is a good one, right? Good stereotype to have. Like if you, you know, if you break down in the in the snow, there'll always be people there to help you. Yeah. But I don't this really is... have any bad thing. Maybe <laughs> from my point of view, you might have some unusual food. Do you think that could be true? <laughs> yeah, the food is not. Okay, before we go on to food, I want to I want to ask <laughs> No, the culture um I want to say because I spent some time in the UK as well. So yeah, I want to maybe compare if that's okay the the cultures and my impression of them. Uh, and you can tell me if that's accurate. So mm-hmm. I didn't have any issues like assimilating into culture in the UK, but I did notice some differences in the culture. So I think generally people were polite and all of that, but I found people specifically in London to not be very helpful <laughs> to me when I needed basic help directions and things like I know it's a city but people like did not have time to stop or did not I was asking directions and it happened a couple a couple of times um so this was one but I guess it's a bigger city and that can be said for any city I don't think it's a reflection of of the culture um but I I found that generally people were more reserved uh, in the UK than in Canada. So we're nice, but also like expressive in terms of emotion mm. a little bit, a little bit more. I don't know if you agree. That makes sense to me. Yeah. Cause I know, I think Americans generally are quite outgoing yeah. uh, people from you know North America. I mean, 
quite outgoing and yeah. open. Yeah. I mean, my perspective is, yeah, London is so different from the rest of the country. Yeah. I've lived in London for two years and it kind of feels like another country almost because the people are different. Um, people were a little bit less patient here. So I guess yeah. it depends who you ask. But my general impression of people here in the UK is they seem very cold and unfriendly. But then if usually, generally, if you ask them a question, they'll instantly be happy and helpful and friendly. Mm. Um, I think you have to kind of just get past that initial interaction. Yeah. But it does depend who you ask. Like sometimes I'll ask someone and they'll just kind of grunt at me. Like, uh, uh. <laughs> and that, that's yeah. a common London thing, I think. <laughs> but that's just London because I, w- I was in some smaller towns. Oh, yeah. I, I spent some time in Plymouth and in Scotland. Oh, and you Perth. know I was born in Plymouth? No, yeah, I didn't. I so my first time ever in the UK, I was in Plymouth and my impression was so good. The people were so nice and yeah. so friendly. And I was like, wow, this is so great. And then when I went back, I went to London and I was like, mm, this is not. But I'm happy that Plymouth was my first impression because the people were, were honestly really lovely. It was it was really nice. That's great. Did you like the city as well? I mean, it's kind of got I liked it, yeah. opinions. Yeah, yeah I, I liked it. I liked it quite a bit. I love, I love like the park by the sea. I think it's beautiful. Yeah, it's really nice. You're the first person that I've ever met aside from the people I met during the first visit. But yeah, it's, it's a lovely place. It's, really yeah, it's nice. a small city, but yeah, it's nice. I guess we can go back to that food one. <laughs> yes, now we can talk about food. So tell us some like, I mean, I'm not one to talk. British food is known for not being great. <laughs> but tell us about some popular Canadian dishes. Honestly, there are not many. I'm going to mention the one that everyone probably knows and has heard of, but I have to say that Canadian food is influenced by other places. Okay, so there are really good restaurants and stuff in uh, Toronto and in Canada, but they are cuisines from other places, kind of like how London is or New York. You have similar vibe. Canadian food itself, there's not much happening. So we have a, a famous dish called poutine but it's from um the french part of canada and it's it's not a it's it's junk food it's good but it's like french fries and gravy and cheese um it's good but it's like embarrassing to say that that's a national dish because it's french fries it's just like mushy french fries so um we have pretty like simple meals the way that we eat in general like we have for dinner and lunch let's say we usually have like a protein So meat or fish or whatever, and then maybe rice or potatoes and vegetables, like very simple. It's nothing crazy. Uh, So we're not known for food. Like we have good seafood, but yeah, like my family is Trinidadian. So I grew up eating Trinidadian food. um, And then all the food I like is from other places. So we have like good produce and stuff, but our dishes, I wouldn't say that we have an amazing cuisine that you have to try. Mm, okay, I guess okay. kind of similar. I think in it's the very similar. Yeah, like I say, London's one of the best places for food, in my opinion. Um, yeah. Just not English food. <laughs> yeah, like you food. exactly. I usually have other other food. Like when I'm in Toronto, I have Thai food. I have Chinese yeah. food. Like it's not, it's not really. So it's very anticlimactic. The food. Okay, I've also heard of the word. Let me know if this is real or someone just made this up. Poutinery is that where you go to it's get poutine? Real. Yeah. <laughs> 
It's real. So actually now, okay, poutine has evolved. I shouldn't make it sound so negative. It is good. Like when I was a college student, I would get poutine from a food truck downtown where they would sell like french fries and hot dogs and stuff. And it was good. It was very good. Now they have shops um, and they have like gourmet poutine. So you'll have like pulled pork and beef and other things. But essentially it's french fries with toppings. So at the end of the day, it's nothing like, you know, earth shattering. It's french fries. But yeah, it's there are poutineries. And you should try if you go to Canada. But yeah, absolutely. It's yeah. nothing Nothing it amazing. sounds a bit equivalent to like our fish and chips, how yes. it's like a national dish. It's not super healthy and you know, we don't yeah. have it as much as people think we do, but it may be somewhat it's similar to that. quite similar, yes, yes, in that yeah. sense, yeah. Okay. The final big topic I want to ask you about is travel, partly for my own selfish reasons, but I'm also mm-hmm. sure people listening might like to think about or dream about traveling there one day. So first of all, like, where would you recommend people go? Where are some good spots people should have on their bucket list there? Uh, So I think it depends what you like. So I'm from Toronto, so I would say to visit Toronto. But if you're not really a city person, then I would not recommend going to Toronto, although it's not a huge city. But I would say to visit um, British Columbia, to visit Vancouver and other places in British Columbia, because you kind of have the best of both worlds there. So you have a city, but you also have mountains and lakes. You can go hiking. There's a lot of things. Whereas in Toronto, you sort of have to go out of your way to get to nature if that's what you're looking for. Um, the East Coast is also beautiful. It, it Canada has tons of beautiful places. Uh, there are national parks and lakes and mountains and the nature is incredible. But it it really depends what you like. Like if you like skiing, you can go to Blue Mountain, a ski resort in the winter. It it, it depends. So what kind of things do you like? Nature, I me? guess. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Na- nature, I think. Well, I mean, what, what I really like is like being somewhere in a city, but yeah, close to nature. So it sounds like um, so British Columbia might be. Yeah. That, Toronto. Vancouver, or you could also go to Montreal. Montreal is lovely because um, there's the influence of European architecture. Oh, wow. uh, whereas, ca- like, the architecture in Canada is very underwhelming compared to England, compared to Europe in general. Um, so, at least in Montreal, you still have older buildings. So, I, I would recommend going there. I think you would you would like that more. Okay. Yeah, I love architecture yeah. and that's why I'm going to the US this year, but I'm going to like Boston nice. because I feel like okay. I, I just want to go somewhere with like really beautiful buildings and not, yeah. you know, some places which I won't name that I think are not so much like that. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I, I heard, I forget the exact percentage, but the vast majority of people in Canada live within so many miles from the border. Yes. Do you, do you know that exactly by chance? Yes. <laughs> I don't know the exact number, but yes, um, the half of the country is empty. Okay, so basically, most people live in the in the south, like the bottom half of the country, and then it's very cold in the north. So, um, Canada is huge; it's massive, but the population is quite small compared to how big of a country it is. Uh, yeah, it's it's cold in the in the north, but if you go. Um, I would recommend visiting in the summer 
or the win or the fall or the spring. The winter for the first time honestly is quite a shock unless you're going like to go skiing. Then I would say to not go in the winter because it's pretty in your mind, but then when you're there and you actually have to get around, it's very it's very unpleasant. So I don't know where this was exactly. I don't know maybe a lot of Canada is like this or just one area, but I've seen like pictures where you've got a road and meters of uh snow on either <laughs> side like a like a wall of snow and that, yeah, that doesn't there are many places like that there are many places like it's pretty like it's cool but yeah. then it's nice when the snow is fresh when the snow is not fresh it's it's not as as picturesque so there are many streets like that mm-hmm. yeah, yeah fantastic so I'll, I'll be sure to go in the summer at some point i find it really fascinating how say in in the uk it's kind of plausible for me to visit most areas because it's not so big so i feel like i've had a yeah. good experience but canada is so huge i can't imagine living in a country where you haven't seen the vast majority of the country like is there a lot of places yeah. you, you still want to go or are you more looking I, you know, when I was younger, I felt like, so I started traveling alone when I was 17. And when I was younger, I felt like, oh, my country will always be here. So there was no urge or need to travel around it. Now I would actually, I've not seen like any places in Canada, honestly, I, I wanted to travel and the minute I could, I just left. (laughs) So now I feel kind of bad and I would really like to, I, there's so many places I've not even been to British Columbia and I have family there which is, again, ridiculous. So I think that, um, yeah, there's tons of places I would still like to visit. But it isn't the easiest country to travel around. Like in the UK, you can travel quite easily by train. It's pretty affordable. In Canada, the train rides are quite expensive. You have to fly from one side of the country to the other. Like it's not the easiest or cheapest uh, place to get around. So that's when I was younger and I had zero budget for traveling. It, it wasn't even an option. Like it was cheaper for me to leave, mm-hmm. to go to another a country. So um, you have to plan it out. If you visit, you have to kind of plan, plan your visit. You can't like in the, in the UK, you can just sort of like hop on a train and go somewhere. Uh, Canada requires a little bit more planning. Okay. And I imagine if you're going from West to East, you have to take a plane, really. That's what, probably what most people do, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Most people fly. It's like five hours or something. Wow. <laughs> like it's, it's a long... <laughs> I think it's like five hours, yeah. I, th- I think there's, a couple nowhere, of there's nowhere in Europe you can go for that long. Like, if you go five hours from London anywhere, you're out of Europe. That's amazing like, yeah. how big it is. It's wow. big, yeah. Mm. Okay, okay. So, so maybe for people visiting, it might be easier just to stick in one area rather than plan yeah. like a whole trip around uh, I would I would depending on how long the trip is you can go maybe to two places but I would say to plan it not just to go there and then say like let's see I would instead plan because also Canadians travel around Canada in the summer too so if you're visiting and let's say you want to rent a cottage or go to a lake um, a lot of those places are fully booked so if you go um, if you're visiting definitely like at least do a quick search online see what's available and stuff before yeah Mm -hmm. good advice good advice anything else you think we should add before we move on from this one uh No, I think that's pretty much it. Canada's quite a civilized, it's a lovely place. It's a lovely place. But yeah, it is. No, I think that's it. I wish there was more to say about our food, honestly, but (laughs) there's nothing nothing else to say. 
Is there good food in Dubai? Do you have like better uh, cuisine now? Yes, much better, much better food in Dubai. Uh, absolutely, <laughs> better. Okay. The restaurants in Canada are good, but they're expensive. Uh, so yeah. you don't go to restaurants all the time, of course. It's the same here. It's one thing I kind of regret about living in London because there's so many amazing restaurants, but yeah, like it's you know you might be spending like a day's worth of your income <laughs> just to go to going one. so like <laughs> i've lived here for two years and i think i've been out less than five times in two years to a meal oh no it's just, <laughs> it's just too much money that's very few okay and that's another thing that i will say about um honestly yes the restaurants in canada they're nice but they're expensive because you have the price that you see on the menu is not the price that you pay you have plus tax plus tip so it's quite a bit more um the tip alone is like 20 percent, and then the tax like it's it's not nice so i actually eat out much more here in dubai and i order food much more here in dubai because it's much cheaper like i order food today already so it's um it's something i didn't do much in canada and now i do because it's it's actually cheaper to order food for one person than to buy ingredients in the grocery store wow that's amazing <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. It's nice. Yeah. It's so yeah. convenient. Yeah, I, I wish it was like that in more places. Maybe now we can move on to the private podcast. So this is just yeah. for just for members, and it's a much smaller podcast. Okay, so for the bonus podcast, I thought we could talk about some slang. I wonder if you have okay. any Canadian slang that you could share, and if oh you have God. time, maybe I can, I can quiz you I, on some I, British as well. Well, Julie, would you? Be happy to tell us like where we could find out more about you uh, if you have like social media websites or anything like that yeah absolutely so you can follow me on instagram my instagram is at english etc underscore with underscore julie maybe you can link it because mm -hmm. it's not the easiest uh, to remember and on youtube as well um english etc with julie and my website is english etc.com uh so lots of places you can find me fantastic yeah i, I will put links to everything just to make it yeah, easier perfect. as well okay well thank you very much um anything you think thank we you so didn't much. cover that we should have or is that is that all good uh, I think I think honestly that's that's it. Like the I guess the culture in Canada. I spoke about Canadians. Uh, one thing is that Canada is very multinational, multicultural. But I mentioned about the culture. Um, I think that extends throughout everyone. That mm -hmm. everyone is respectful and tolerant no matter where they're from. So that's a good thing. But no, other than that, I think we've touched on everything. Yeah. Well, I learned a lot, and I'm sure the listeners did as well. So thank you so much for your time and, and sharing your knowledge with us and hopefully we can chat again soon thank you thank you so much i'll see you later you have been listening to the level up english podcast if you would like to leave a question to be answered on a future episode then please go to levelupenglish.school forward slash podcast that's levelupenglish.school slash podcast and I'll answer your question on a future episode. Thanks for listening.